Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to episode number 25 of the Balancing Act podcast. That number feels like a little bit of a milestone for me, which is, yeah, it's so cool. Um, And I am still eternally grateful for everyone who keeps coming back to listen, all the new listeners that um, are joining us every week. And yeah, just for all the shares, the likes, the comments and the interaction and engagement, I really, really appreciate it. So thank you once again for being here. I hope you're keeping well. I hope you are joining us off the back of a great weekend um, as things start to open up just that little bit more. For anyone who is listening in the future, we are getting towards the end of May in 2021 and things are just starting to open up a little bit more after lockdown. And I I had something very exciting happen this week on that theme where I went out for lunch for the first time in a very long time. And I really love the new appreciation that I have for it. Um, because we went somewhere really local, a lovely little farm shop near to where I live. And it was a place that I used to visit very regularly um, prior to lockdown. And like I now realise it was maybe at the point of taking it for granted a little bit. Um, so, yeah, it was just fab to be back. And um, it was lovely to be out. We were with my parents and my two sons and the boys even sat still and like ate all their lunch and everybody was able to have a conversation and um, enjoyed themselves. It was really lovely. Dinner times in our house can quite often be a little bit stressful where my older son, who's a chatterbox, just loves the chat and conversation, which I do too. But my younger son is going through a phase of... Um, you know, he can't speak enough to communicate through his voice. So when he's done at the table, it's like all the stuff is just flung off the high chair, like as far as he can get it. And um, last night, for example, that involved couscous, which is never a fun thing to have to clear up afterwards. So, yeah, it was really great to get out and one, have some really, really lovely, delicious food and also just have that lovely like chilled relaxed time and I even had a coffee afterwards which felt like super super luxurious um so yeah that was great I got out for a bit of cycling some walking time in the park um and yeah a few 5am wake-ups which is the the new regular wake-up time which is not so fun but gives me the excuse to go to bed at nine o'clock which at the weekends feels woohoo party on (laughs) Um, but yeah, great weekend all in all. So today I wanted to talk about comparison and I'm going to outline what it is, why it holds us back and how we can make it our friend. Now, I think we all know what comparison is. Um, you know, I don't feel like I need to give you a dictionary definition or anything like that. Um, 
And we probably all know in a broad sense that we do it and that it's not a good thing to do. Um, But I think it's worth dwelling on this for a minute because I don't think that we, and I include myself very much in this, I don't think that we always realise that that's what we're doing in the moment. Because at the time, the stuff that we're telling ourselves feels real, like it feels like the truth. Um, so for example, you know, we all know that, that social media is bad for comparison and that we should cut down or that we should block certain people from our news feed or that we should even, you know, delete the apps and take breaks altogether sometimes. You know, we know all this stuff in theory, but how often do you find yourself on there and, you know, you're lost in the scroll and before you know it, you're in this like almost instinctive spiral of like what a boring mum you are for not doing enough fun things with your kids, like the pictures suggest all the other mums are doing. Or how rubbish you are at your job because you haven't won any awards like that person from your primary school class has just done, even though you haven't spoken to them for like 20 years. Um, Or how you're like scruffy and never make an effort with your appearance, like all the other flawless faces that, that you seem to come across that you know have just as much going on as you. And I noticed that like even just saying these things out loud makes me feel like heavy and low and a bit like a bit meh. Um, And like this is the point that I, I wanted to make here. This is what comparison actually feels like. But the difference is we're saying all these things in our head and at the time we're believing them to be true. So I hope that even just by me saying them out loud, it helps you recognise um, like the things that you're you're telling yourself internally. Because I think those things I've mentioned are quite common ones. You may have others of your own. But, you know, we get into this spiral of like negative self-talk and it's stuff that as I said we've told ourselves so so many times before that it actually feels real it feels like the truth to us and yeah it just feels like not a fun place and quite a negative place to be so we start off with this this criticizing of ourselves and then you know I guess even moving on from that in some cases we then move on to like almost judging the other person to help justify the stuff that we're telling ourselves like you know it's okay for them because they must have more help than I have or more support or they they probably have more money than me or they have more time than me you know we come up with with um all these things to try to how to help rationalize um why it is and um like put the focus on the other person and get it off ourselves as quickly as possible because as I say we don't want to be in this negative place so yeah I think we can quite quickly establish that it's not fun and it's not a constructive place to be 
And so I probably don't need to embellish too much on why this is holding us back. But I guess just to briefly summarise, um, all this time we are we're reinforcing these stories. So every time we we tell ourselves these things, you know, we're we're reinforcing the belief and it's a limiting belief that we hold about ourselves. And, you know, the majority of the time it boils down to some variation of us not being good enough. So, you know, we're not fun enough. We're not clever enough. We're not pretty enough. Um, yeah, we're not enough. And by like going through with the comparison, we're looking for evidence to back these things up. You know, it's, they're things that we already believe about ourselves on some level. And we're looking for the evidence to, to show us that that's true. So this is very much confirmation bias in action. Our brains are, are wired to seek out evidence for the stories that we're already telling ourselves. And because we really believe these things, then we we don't take the story and do anything differently. We just keep doing the same stuff and like keep feeling bad about ourselves. Um, and, you know, we that's not um, yeah, it's not great and it's not constructive and it's not like ultimately it's not going to change things. It's going to make us feel worse, never better when we're coming from this, you know, place of like lack and um, negativity. So what if we could actually turn the story around? Um, what if we could use that confirmation bias for good? So instead of telling ourselves all these negative things, we could actually be telling ourselves something positive and use these examples to show us what is possible, you know, use the um, the evidence that we gather for encouragement and inspiration. And I I suspect as I'm saying this, you might be thinking, yeah, right, okay, fine. What sort of like idealist world do you live in? Like that's never gonna fly. Um, but you don't have to start big, you know. I don't think that. Well, I know that it's it's next to impossible to change these things around, um, you know, in one swift move. I think it is, it's a long-term game and um, it requires quite a lot of hard work and awareness and concentration and commitment. And um, yeah, it's a sort of process that I think I would go through quite a lot with clients and coaching, you know, having that um, someone there to support you and for a bit of accountability and to reflect your thoughts back to you can really, really help. Um, so to start off with, as I said, I wouldn't recommend you start big, but start with something that feels small and manageable. And I think it's a really great opportunity to bring in that 1% rule that my coach Fix and I talked about on the podcast a few episodes back. Um, and 
yeah, by by making this turnaround, then that is how we we make comparison our friend and make it something that is useful to us. Because here's the thing, the reasons that we get so worked up about certain things or certain people is because there's something about their situation that we want more of. And that might be incredibly hard to admit to yourself to the point where, you know, if you're if you have a, a an example in your head, you're thinking, no way, that's like, that's just not true. That's not it. Um, and so you might need to like take a little while to let that sink in or even to identify what the thing is that you want more of and you're seeking. Um, so. Yeah, that's why there's something about, say, their situation, the things that they're doing, the people around them, um, like the way that things are set up for them, whatever that you want and you know is possible for you. Like it is within your reach. It's within your capabilities. It's within your grasp. But you you probably don't have it just now, or at least not to the extent that you desire. So let's say the example of that mum who's always doing the stuff with her kids that you just don't have the time to do or the motivation to organise. Um, maybe that's something that you want a bit more of with your kids, like more time just laughing and having fun rather than like feeling like you're constantly tidying up after everybody and that you're always nagging. Um, so what would the 1% solution look like in this case? Um, you know, you don't have to order up all the new toys and the sensory play kit and um, yeah, all the stuff that goes with it. You could just go to your child and... Um, like say you got 15 minutes free and that you, you know, what would they like to do with that? Like how would they like to spend that time with you? And just commit to being like fully present, uninterrupted, whatever, for those 15 minutes. And, and you see how that goes as a starting point. And so then instead of getting into this spiral of like how rubbish you are, you're using the comparison as a source of information to tell you something about what it is that you want more of, that you know you're capable of getting. And then take one tiny small step to get there. And as you do this, um, like in the process, really focus on changing the story. So, you know, interrupting those thoughts in your head. So you choose to tell yourself something different. Like the I'm like, I'm such a boring mum. I'm not I'm not fun enough could become. I recognise that having fun with my kids is really important to me and something that I am prioritising despite everything else that I have going on. And like my evidence to support this is what I'm doing just now. So the confirmation bias starts working in favour of the new story and starts reinforcing that. 
And if you do this enough times and start to scale it up, then you start to actually believe it and you are becoming that sort of person, the sort of person that um, like that you desired to be all along. Um, so yeah, there we have it. That's what comparison is, something that we really have to be quite conscious of in order to notice happening in the moment how it holds us back because um like in that moment the the negative stories that we've told ourselves over and over and over again feel truthful to us even though they're not and then how we can turn it around use it as a source of information and apply that one percent rule um in stepping into a different way of being and the, the type of person that we do want to be. So reinforcing the new positive story about ourselves. So as I said, this is, it's, I completely acknowledge it's not an easy thing to do. It, um, it can be, it can take a lot of time. It can take a lot of effort and it is somewhere where I, w- I think having some extra support can be really, really valuable because often these things are quite deep seated um, and applied to lots of different areas. You know, it's the same story coming up in lots of different areas to, in, of our lives. So, yeah, I hope this gives you a slightly different perspective. Let me know if it's been helpful to you. And I would love to know what your number one takeaway is. So drop me a message at Debbie Leco on Instagram and let me know how it lands with you. And also before I finish today, um, I mentioned last week that I have a very exciting event coming up and um, yeah, go and check out my social media profiles. There's more information on Instagram, but on Tuesday, the 1st of June um, at noon, I'm running a free masterclass called How to Balance Your Business Life with the Rest of Life. And it's aimed at mums with a purpose-driven business. So something that they've started themselves because they're really passionate about, that they want to do great things with, but they just feel like constantly held back by the constant juggle. So um, very commonly just making the time to be able to work on the business without being interrupted by other things or thoughts of all the other stuff that you have to get done. Um, So I'm going to be sharing tips, tricks, advice and the things that you can start to action straight away. So if you are a mum with a purpose driven driven business that you have huge passions for, um, but are, as I say, feeling held back by the juggle, then please do come and join us. You can sign up at www.debbylee.co.uk forward slash balance hyphen in hyphen business. So that's www.debbylee.co.uk forward slash balance hyphen in hyphen business. Um, if you want any more information, then I say find me on Instagram at debbylee.co. Let me know if you've got any questions. And yes, I hope that you will be able to join me then. And either way, I shall look forward to speaking to you again next week. Have a fabulous week ahead and thanks again for tuning in. Bye for now. 
thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can help spread the word to all the other working mums out there looking for more balance in their everyday. If you'd like to hear more, you can find me on Instagram at Co or on my website at debbielee.co.uk where you can download your free kickstart guide to finding your balance as a working parent. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.